I, I mean, I'm 48, but I still like a good body humor <laughs> joke. Come on. You like a good pee joke every I do. Long. Come on. What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa? I don't know. This one's really bad. What is it? It's probably the worst one. Oh, oh, no. What is it? A rebel without a clause. Oh, gosh. Welcome to Indie Thinker with Reed Huberman. You're about to make the jump from the dishonest mainstream media into free and independent thought from key thought leaders on the subjects of culture, causes, politics, and faith. Welcome to Indie Thinker with Reed Juberman Christmas edition. I'm really excited to have a special guest on the show who I'll introduce in just a moment. Before I do that, I just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and let you know that today we're going to be going through the top five best and worst Christmas songs of all time, at least in our opinion, and then we'll be going through some Christmas dad jokes just to make your season bright, but want to give a brief disclaimer before I introduce my guest and tell you that we will be talking about the big man, and I don't mean God, big man upstairs, I mean we'll be talking about Santa. For those of you who celebrate that um, tradition in your home, uh, just want to give you a quick disclaimer that uh, we'll be discussing why we do or do not celebrate that in, in our homes. Um, so we'll be talking about different Christmas traditions starting off the show. So um, I want to take just a moment to introduce Chris Hendricks. What's up, Chris? How are you today, Reed? Good, man. Good, good. good. It's good to have you. Uh, Chris is very qualified for today's show. <laughs> I don't know about that. Come because uh, he is a friend. He is a uh, watcher of the show, been to a couple live uh, events as well that we've done. And uh, that that what is what makes you... Um, Superior in my mind because you're gotcha. an indie thinker fan, gotcha. uh, but then also to you are a dad. So oh, absolutely, in the worst jokes I can tell, the better I am. Yeah, yeah. come on, come on. So, right. uh, yeah. so you're a dad of girls too, right? How, how many kids you got? I have four, two boys, two girls. Okay, uh, college. I have a junior in college, a senior in high school, which is very interesting right now. An eighth grader and a third grader. Okay, so wow. I'm all over the place. Yeah, so it's two older girls, two younger boys. Is it's that what? bookends, boys on okay. the ends and girls in the middle. Gotcha. All right, yeah. and um, you are also a school teacher too, I so I want to make sure to yeah, let everybody know. Yeah. Chris keeps me honest about uh, what's going on <laughs> in the public school system and and all that stuff, and so uh, really appreciate. Uh, not only the fact that you're uh, sewing into kids' lives and doing it from a, uh, a faith perspective as much as you can in the public school system, sure. but also um, keeping yourself aware of things that are going on there. So, um, all right. So let's first, before we jump into any of that stuff that okay. we're that we're going to talk about, sure. I want to just start with Christmas okay. because I'm always interested in people's Christmas traditions okay. because sure. I've adopted some along the way and then. I've created my own uh, sure. that I think are really beneficial, but I'm always interested around this time of year uh, what celebrations look like, how the tra traditions sure. are kind of um, evolving and that kind of thing. But but I guess the one thing that I always come to think about around this time of year when it comes to celebration and tradition is I think about the people who are uh, that don't like Christmas. Sure. Now, I know that that's not like a huge contingent of people out there, but there are people that are just like, they hate Christmas. They don't want anybody to say Merry Christmas to them. They'll say Happy Holidays. Right. And the only reason I think about that is because I think, like, dude, how sad and pitiful must your existence be if you don't like Christmas? Absolutely. No doubt. So so I, I, I think about those people, but then I also think about the people within our context, within the sure. Christian context, who right. uh, don't seem to know how to have a good time around Christmas either and are worried about, like, Christmas trees or and Santa about Claus Santa Claus and all, and all that stuff. Elf on the Shelf and all that fun so, stuff. So. so where have you landed with some of that stuff? So like, did you tell your kids about Santa? Was that a thing in your house? Oh, absolutely. Still yeah. is with my youngest. Yeah. Okay. So if he's listening to this, stop <laughs> listening now. We, we have let the kids 
you know, believe that and discover it out on their own. It, I think it just adds to sort of that magic of Christmas of mm-hmm. this, you know, that that waking up on Christmas morning, we had the kids come down the steps and you know, all walk in the living room at the same time and they see their presents Me out. As a family so, too, yeah. yeah, so I think it just adds another fun element, you know what I mean? Did you ever... I always, I personally found this kind of silly. Um, the the idea that if people, if, you know, if kids find out that Santa is not sure. real, then all of a sudden they're going to magically think that Jesus isn't real. Like, yeah, the, yeah, I don't think that uh, those kinds of things are mutually exclusive. I think you can believe in Santa or not believe in Santa, and, and that doesn't affect your faith. It doesn't change your faith. And mm-hmm. if Santa ruins your faith, and you may need to think about your faith. Yeah, you know that's, what, that's what I mean. I've like that, you know, it's like kids that always argue. Oh, we shouldn't be sending our kids to public school. Well, if that ruins their faith, and you need to think about your faith, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, how deep is it? And so for me, Santa is for in our family, it's just fun. It's just another one of those elements to the to the holiday. Yeah, you know? if we're not doing a good enough job of distinguishing sure. the difference between like mythology and reality, or at least Jesus and Santa, yeah, then we are definitely not doing a good job of teaching our kids absolutely about Jesus in the in the home. I, bro- I believe that 100. Yeah. So what about um, Christmas tree? Do all that stuff? Oh yeah, we we're big Thanksgiving people. We okay. we go all out. We invite friends, family, whoever. If you don't have Thanksgiving, you come to my house. So that's an invitation for all you out there. Uh, but we start wow. the Saturday Sunday after Thanksgiving. We that that holiday is reserved. But once that Saturday Sunday, it's full speed ahead. Christmas tree, Christmas lights on the house. Okay, everything. And once shelves get cleaned off, new pictures put on, decorations everywhere. Wow. Okay. And what's a uh, what's a Christmas tradition that you feel like is something that's been really meaningful for your family? We do we do a twelve or a twenty five day Advent where you you know it's the it's actually the 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 story of Jesus' birth through these little Advent books and you read it and you hang it on the tree and it's starting actually tonight I don't know when this is going to air but starting tonight we do uh, what God wants for Christmas mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if you all are familiar with that but it's a it's basically you read parts of the Christmas story and each box has something in it related to the Christmas story and at the end no spoilers here you find out what God wants for Christmas hmm. uh, and, it, and you, as you read each piece you set up the nativity scene and each piece has a part for the nativity and so that's been a huge tradition for us every year um, we always read the, the the Christmas story that morning before we come down yeah so yeah. we do that as well yeah. we do um, something like Elf on the Shelf we do the Christianized Elf on the Shelf okay uh, uh, and we do Dude, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a little shepherd boy that's along with the shepherds, oh, and you. you hide the shepherd boy each day, and he's on the search for Jesus until Christmas Day. He finally winds up in the manger that's awesome. scene where uh, the shepherds worship Jesus. That's and stuff, cool. So. We have Tommy the Christmas Burrow, who is a, it's a, a donkey ornament, but we always pretend that he was the donkey that brought Mary and Joseph to to Bethlehem, and so Don, Tommy shows up all over the place. He's even been on vacation with us before. Wow, okay. Yeah, so. All right, and so speaking of vacation, are you guys sticking around for Christmas? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We, we stay home. Um, we'll do my mom and dad's uh, usually on the 23rd. We do you know Christmas Eve at Calvary and go to Waffle House afterwards with another family, but we're home all day, Christmas Day, and if you want to see us, we do brunch, come on, but we stay home. All right, best Christmas memory? Oh, geez, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, I can't remember what year it is. Maybe it was 2010, 2011. It was a white Christmas. And there's a picture of, we only had two kids at that point. There's a picture of the, well, no, we had three, of the kids at the front door looking out at the snow. Mm-hmm. And that just, to me, I don't know, that day is just special in my mind. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think people in Florida can have Christmas? Oh, you have Christmas every one <laughs> One year when I was a kid, we went to Gatlinburg thinking, oh, hey, we're going to go for Christmas. It's going to snow. Now it's like 65 degrees. Yeah. It's funny. Well, I think... It's there's a slight possibility yeah. that we're gonna have snow. Yeah, thirty two is what the temperature so far. So there's there's definitely some places on the east and yeah. the south that are gonna have snow that have 
usually don't. That's pretty awesome, dude. Come on. So uh, it'll be a white Christmas for some people. Right. Um, okay. So uh, I think for me, best Christmas memory, because I didn't even prepare to think about this. It just popped into my head. Um I'm going to say when I was a kid was exactly what you said, because we used to do that, too. We had a second-story house, and so we would all, like, get up as early as possible. My parents just agonizing because of how early we got up, and we would sit on the stairs because we were not allowed to um, to go downstairs. Uh, because what my parents did is – so we practiced Santa Claus as um, as a family and believed in all that and stuff until finally some girl said the Easter Bunny's not real. And then I went to my mom and she said, and, and I said, this girl told me the Easter Bunny's not real. Is that true? And she's like, yeah, it's true, honey. And I said, what's that mean about Santa? He just brings all <laughs> those into question. The tooth yeah. fairy, the whole deal. So yeah. I immediately made all those connections. Right. So that's where I figured out. But nonetheless, so we would do like Santa presents, which means that they were all unwrapped. They were before the tree. Yeah. They were all out in front that's of the tree. And then we'd have wrapped presents under the tree. Um, so those mornings sitting with my brothers on the steps waiting to open presents and stuff was always a memorable moment for me. But that also turns into kind of like the memorable traditions that sure. we've done as a family. So what we do is we do Jesus presents. So what we will have is we'll have presents unwrapped in front of the tree that are the biggest presents that they'll get the whole day. Sure. And we'll um, give those to them because we never really did Santa just because um, I don't know. I didn't feel like there was a need to make that a part of our Christmas celebration to make it more magical. I felt like if we did a really, really good job of trying to make memories with our kids and trying to really emphasize the beauty of the story and focus on that, that um, that we could easily kind of take that magic and put that in, in its place. Sure. Um, so, um, so one of the things we also do on that day with that said is we, um, we make it a Jesus birthday kind of thing. And sure. so we do a birthday cake for, for Jesus. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Now, now you have older kids. So, yeah. um, I'm kind of curious about this. My kids are six and eight, so yeah. they're young. So we do happy birthday, Jesus, but I'm less, just like wondering like when they're 17 years old if we're still going to do that so right do you still do some of those kind of traditions oh absolutely it's it's hasn't changed i mean we still make the kids they're upstairs we're downstairs of course you know we're up till whatever time Mm -hmm. setting up the presents you know like you're saying that are unopened and it's late every year um and so we hold them off as long as we can we go upstairs with them and then we have them at the door with camera ready they come downstairs and, and i think the older kids even though the santa myth for them is not a reality they still enjoy that surprise moment, mm-hmm. you know, of seeing their presence laid out for them. So yeah, they for play sure. along with it. Yeah. In fact, I think they get into it more than than anybody does. So yeah, I, I think um, we'll see as my kids get older, but I think they will too. I think we've done an okay job. I'm pretty well. I'm amazing. I'm an amazing dad, but I think we've done a pretty good job. Of... <laughs> I've good kids. That's all I'm gonna say. My wife does a great job. I'm I'm just there I can for concur the, you know, to, to to help out so. for sure. <laughs> yeah, my dad, my dad was pretty good too at kind of making those moments memorable. Now. Um, I'll say this for the sake of what we what I do on the show on a regular basis, but sure. also, too, for the sake of people out there in the audience. I also have a really bad Christmas memory because oh, yeah. I think that there's a lot of people that kind of associate the holidays sometimes with loneliness if they don't sure. have family. Um, and still, I mean, suicide rate is skyrocketing anyway. Um, uh, and then on top of the holidays, which is typically there's an uptick in that. Sure. Um, right before Christmas was when my family, uh, when we sat around the Christmas tree and my dad told each and every one of us boys that he was separating from my mom oh, wow. and it was kind of like this wow. uh, thing that was forever etched in my mind because it was sure. like that place that had been a special family place for us was also the place where my family was kind of splitting sure, apart sure sure so i guess i only say that just to make mention of the fact that 
Um, there are people who have uh, negative memories associated sure. with Christmas or sure. maybe even having a negative experience right now as the holidays kind of come in. And I think it's important to just say, uh, well, that is a great opportunity for you to create good memories Absolutely. moving forward sure. and to take your Christmas sure. to the next level and make it meaningful for yourself or for whoever you may be celebrating it with. Sure. My, so, my 14-year-old, well, she'll be 14, daughter, is born the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so we thought at one point she may come on Christmas Day. And so that would have been a very interesting Christmas memory had that happened. But we have, I know this kind of changed the subject for a second, but had made a point that the 26th is her birthday. We don't do anything Christmas-related. We do my wife's family on the 27th because that's her day. You know, mm-hmm. everybody gets their birthday. And so, you know, we try to separate that out. That's for good. her as well. You know, I think that I think that's there are people out there who's like my birthday's on Christmas and stuff like that, and they've never really liked their birthday because yeah. it's all mixed in with all that. Well, and well, we had all of her friends over last night so that she gets her day. Mm-hmm. So I had thirteen uh, teenage girls in my house last night. Oh yeah. Lord have mercy! You of, still did this. A lot of noise. Yeah, good man for real. <laughs> all right, okay. So let's jump into um, Christmas songs. Oh, so because I'm you're ready. the guest, I'm you're going to have to go first, and so we're going to do this in we're descending. Gonna the, we're going to do the bad or the good first. We're going to do the bad. All, all right, right, let's so, do it. All right, so let's do it. we're going to start with five and work our way down to okay. number one. Okay. So you start with your number five. My number five bad Christmas song is "Do They Know It's Christmas Band Aid." You know, back in the '80s, you know, they had like Live Aid and We Are the World and all that stuff. So there's that that do they know it's Christmas song and it's all these like celebrities joining together and it's just a bad song mm-hmm. you know I don't disagree with the message maybe or you know let's raise money for those that need it but it's just a bad song yeah. and none of them blend very well, very well together I'm trying to think of that one because that the name of that one if uh, you heard it you would know it yeah. it's it's on rotation on the radio so that's and, and yeah so number five for me is Band-Aids do they know it's Christmas alright so mine is um, and I'm curious what you think about this one because I think there may be some people who like this one yeah. but I just don't the more poppy the less I like I Christmas songs yeah I got you so this one is uh uh, Step into Christmas by Elton John. Oh no, I, I'm, I'll I'll give you that one. Come on, <laughs> okay. no doubt, I'm giving you that one. I, uh, you should watch the, and you guys should watch the music video to that because I'm pretty sure there wasn't a sober moment in that whole thing. <laughs> probably not. And and much of uh, Elton John's earlier days probably were coke induced. Um, Absolutely. But uh, haze. Uh, th- this is another one where the message isn't awful because it's talking about like getting into the spirit of Christmas and really stepping into what Christmas is about. So there's a redemptive message at the end of the day, but it's really poppy. It's really uh, meaningless in terms of the words and like what that actually means. Sure. And uh, um, and again, just uh, overall, just a banal and ridiculous song. So that's, that's my number five. Okay. All right. My number four, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> okay. If you know it because once you hear it, it's in your head. I think it was recorded in like 1953 by this little girl, and it's just infectious. And nobody wants a hippopotamus for Christmas. Lord, you pulled that one out of the recesses. I yes, did. That is I a did. horrible one, but it's you terrible. also don't hear it a whole lot? No, they put it on the radio. We, we listen to, to one of the local radio stations in the mornings okay. to school for weather and whatever, and they play it sometimes, and if they do, we immediately change the channel. Amen. It's terrible. Amen. You could put it on basically anything and be better uh, than that song. Ter- yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I bet you this next one of mine is going to yeah. be on your list. Okay. Um, but, I, but I could be wrong. But okay. if, I think it t- t- it's on everyone's list. Now, okay. it's not the worst song. It's okay. kind of in the middle of the road. Sure. But it's it's a bad one. And okay. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. I did, that was a close one for me. Yeah? It so that didn't even one. make your list? It, it was like number six okay. out of the five. But okay. we – well – we saw a, a, the boy band Christmas special on Disney the other night, and they made fun of it, so it changed my mind of the song a little bit. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it well, really, it's creepy because you spend your whole life convincing your kid that Santa right, exists, right. and then um, and and then your mom is kissing Santa Claus, and like that leaves emotional scars on your yes. child the rest of your life. Yes. So the implications of the song, yeah. I guess, is what I'm saying, are just yeah. ridiculous. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, and and that, I guess, overall, the song is just horrible as yeah, well. It's a bad song. Well, my number three is Santa Baby. Okay. And I specifically chose a Madonna version, but you could pick any version of Santa God, Baby. God, I didn't even know she had one. Oh, it, yeah. The whole song is just creepy to me. It's like, is this a Christmas song or is it like a Barry White song? Like, what are we doing with this? Mm. So it's just creepy. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah that, that's that, number three for me. Okay. I wish I could jump into this next one, but it's going to have to wait because you're verging on a pet peeve of mine for okay. Christmas songs, but okay. we'll, we'll wait on that. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, Last Christmas is the next one for me. Oh, you got to be kidding me. All right, go for it. Tell me why. Just uh, George Michael, uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, and I just hate it. It's You said you listen to the, the hippopotamus, or you hear the hippopotamus right, right. song. I really don't hear that much. I hear this song constantly. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Last Christmas, and I just uh, I just hate it. I don't know. It's another one of those pop song things for sure, me. Sure. Never really liked George Michael. Sure. And um, it doesn't mean anything. Okay. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. The very next day you gave it away. I'm just, just like, okay, whatever. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll give you that one. All right. Number two for me, Maroon Five. Happy Christmas. The war's over. Oh Lord, I don't know this one. It's a bad one too. Okay. And, and Maroon Five. He. I don't, if you if you're a fan, fine. Not knocking Maroon Five. They're just infectious to me. Once I hear their, the voice, I can't. Yeah. I don't, I Do can't. you know any of the words of that song? Uh, I could look it up. I don't. Can't, I'm not going to sing it off the top of my head because if I, have I do, no idea. I've yeah, never look heard it up. Song. Yeah, it's an older song that they re-recorded. And it's just bad. So I should not listen. to Don't it. no. Don't look it up. It's a good thing that yeah, I don't, know. don't look it up. No, See, no, I've no. kept myself holy from that. Yeah, yeah, for real. Okay. Um. So my number. Uh. We're number two, right? Yeah, we're at number two. All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> Come on. I'll be surprised that that's not on your list if it's not oh. your number one. But all I want for Christmas is you. So this is the pet peeve for me. When you take a Christmas song. And you turn it into a love song. It's like right. Valentine's Day exists, and almost every other day we sing in love songs. Right. Or at least we used to. Uh, we do. We do. My house, we do. Well, I mean, I guess we. I mean, as a culture. But yeah, yeah. This is kind of a side note here. So uh, this is a this is a, a rant for the ages. Um, what happened to songs uh, to love songs? Oh, they. We don't do like we do like hate songs, and we do, you know, like songs and. We do again. Children, watch it. We do right. sex songs. Uh, we do those very well. Uh, but love songs don't exist anymore. They don't. Not. I mean, yeah, maybe. But but they're usually re-recorded older songs. Yeah. You know, you think about you Fr- Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby. Those guys had love songs. You know, you get the Beatles had love songs. Well, I'm even thinking of like songs like um, my dad was a lot into Motown, and so oh, I'm yeah. thinking also too of like R and B. Oh, absolutely, R&B, dude. Come on. As a category, no longer even exists. Like, no, nah, you're right. It's all poppy, or it's. I could be totally wrong. You can leave down in the comment section if you if sure, I'm wrong. But sure. hasn't it been totally replaced? I can't think of a single R and B artist right now. Not not a true R and B artist. Most of them are pop or they're hip hop artists. Yeah, yeah I give you that. So anyway, okay. so love songs. Anyway, they they used to have a major prominent place in sure. in culture, but sure. uh, but Christmas songs is about Christmas. It's not about how desperately you want somebody sure. in your life. And I just our fixation with love. Um, as a feeling more so than an actual virtue is one of the things that I'm, I'm stretching deep here for this one. Sure. But, but one of the things that I really um, 
kind of is a pet peeve of mine in society. I've been talking a lot about on the show about how we misuse love. Sure. Um, and I don't even think the left has a definition of love no. because you can look at their yard signs and realize that they have no understanding of what love well, is. Well, and we, we use the word love. Like I, I say I like burritos or I like this. Yeah. A lot of people use the term love. And like I don't – I'm selective about what I love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because to me that's a strong emotion. I love my wife. I love my family. I love some friends. You know what I mean? But I don't love – those tires that are on my truck. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you, you I know, love my dog and I love my wife. And those right, two things certainly right, cannot mean the same thing. Right, exactly. They're, they're totally different. Yeah, for sure. So I so I, I, I worry about the whole, like, turning Christmas into all about love. So. Now, of course, sure, have you know, love your family, love your spouse. Sure. But Mariah Carey yeah, Well, that's, that's my number one <laughs> least favorite Christmas song is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Okay. Now, why is it for you? I, I just, I think one is popular. Okay. And I have, there's this weird part of me that doesn't. Maybe it, I don't. Maybe, I, maybe I'm a hipster. And I just don't know it. But I, it's too popular. It's overdone. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is too poppy too for me. I think so. Yeah. So you don't have any uh, issues with the uh, the love song? I, you know, I've not gotten into that. I don't want to listen to it to get to that point. Okay. I'm just like it comes on. I'm like next, skip. You know, if it's on the pre-populated playlist, skip next song. Yeah, that's me. I don't even get that far. Maybe I could even go a little bit further and just totally destroy the song by saying that uh, it equates people to material possessions. So um, <laughs> that would be well. I, I was going to say I'm, I'm going to leave that one alone for now. <laughs> I'm going to drop that. <laughs> uh, the last one for me, um, or the first one on the list, I guess I should say, is uh, "Wonderful Christmas Time." Now, this, uh, I, knew, I, I had a feeling you were going to put that on there. The I worst, just did. the worst song. I don't, I don't know though. I, I, there's something catchy you like about it. it. It's just catchy. You like this song. It's not on my oh, list. Jesus. It, but it's catchy. It it's, is catchy. It's not on your list in terms of songs you like. No. Okay. No. But I wouldn't necessarily turn it off. There's salvation for you. Yet. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I could be redeemed. It's all good. Um, okay. The word is out about the town to lift a glass. Oh, and don't look down. As if any of that made sense. It does. You're Simply having a wonderful, a wonderful Christmas time. Dude, it's all about a wonderful Christmas time. Come on. Simply having and over and over and over to the point where you just think maybe we're just not going to celebrate this year. Nah, skip it. All right. So uh, we didn't want to end on a sour note uh, because my wife literally looked at me and she said, "You're just going to talk about songs you don't like for Christmas." No, we got our, we um, got my top five list here. So top five list of songs right. that you do like. All so right. Well, I'm going to make you mad on me. this one. Number five is Last Christmas. Wham. There's something about it. I, we were singing it in the hallway at school the other day. A bunch of us were. I don't know. I just it's just catchy for me. Okay. Now, maybe it's because I'm a child of the '80s and and so you that, like George. I'm not saying I like George Michael. Okay. I'm just saying as a kid of the '80s, some of that gets in your head. You know, wake me up before you go go. I mean, you know, it gets in your head. <laughs> Come on. I just think he's like the last Christmas. The, well, you got to so... separate. You, you separate the song from George Michael. That's okay. all I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, if you keep on bringing popular songs, I'm going to absolutely school you in the holiness department because my number five is A Holy Night. Oh, come on. I love that song. Um, I'll give you that one, though. It's all right. I love the song lyric where it says, um, the slave is our brother. Oh, yeah. Just because it's this reminder to me, and it probably um, misses most people, but it's this reminder to me that uh, that Christianity was influential in the abolition of slavery. Sure. It's a it's a thing we don't talk about. Enough. No, absolutely. Like no, there is no such thing as the abolition of slavery without the Second Great Awakening and without sure. white preachers and black preachers joining together and saying, sure. "Hey, this there's something not right here." Right. Um, so 
I actually don't know when Oh Holy Night was written, but I love the fact that that's a part of um, a part of that song because it's a great reminder of a historical fact sure. of the power of Christianity. And then I think, you know, on top of the powerful like reality that slavery, when you think about it, even if you're not a Christian, I think you can you can hopefully appreciate this if you're honest with yourself. Slavery was abolished because Jesus was born. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think you can you, there, there, you can't argue for slavery. It frustrates me when people argue racism and other things and use a religious slant on them. It's like you, if you if you truly are a Jesus follower, you can't you can't justify any of that, right? You sure. know what I mean? So yeah, I yeah I completely agree. So all okay, right. your next one. We're at number four. All right, my number four uh, is have yourself a merry little Christmas, Bing Crosby. Oh God, dude, okay. come on, Bing Crosby. I mean, like he he starts singing it, you're just in the Christmas mood. I mean, I equate Christmas and Bing Crosby together. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. He just, in fact, there's two of his on my list. I'll, right. I'll, I'll give you that. Ooh, all right, okay, cool. Yeah. So um, for me, uh, I like White Christmas. Oh, yeah, okay. I was thinking White Christmas. Just because uh, I think snow is a major part of Christmas, and sure. I feel for those who don't have, ever have the opportunity to, to get it. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I, lo- I just love the changing of seasons. There's Absolutely. something about that, yeah, too, too, that with the changing of seasons, when it, get cold, it gets colder, you get ready for Christmas. And so yeah. I think that's just a, and a good song for its imagery. Sure, absolutely. All right, number three for me, and this one maybe has the best Christmas music video of all time, Christmas in Hollis. Run DMC, <laughs> and the fact it mentions the word collard greens All in right. the song. I mean, like, it, it, there are so many wins in this song, and the video is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Christmas and Hollis, Run DMC. Wow, that's really good. Um, so, uh, when did you grow up? I was born in 1974. If that tells you anything. Okay, so you so got, I grew up in the 80s. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm a little bit um, younger than you, but yeah. I, I can still appreciate that one for yeah. for sure. Um, Okay, so the next one for me is uh, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, Nat King Cole. Oh, dude, come on. Uh, There's something about that dude's voice. It's magical. Butter. Yes. (laughs) Like butter. butter. Yep. It's, uh, and I don't know, that's just a song I guess I grew up with too, so I create it with Christmas. So it's got some nostalgia. I got you. Okay. All right, number four, or number two, excuse me. Number two for me, another Bean Crosby, Mela Kalikimaka. Oh, God. Christmas Jeez. the Hawaiian way. I think you mixed your list. <laughs> no, bro. Now here's why. Follow me here, because my family loves uh, Christmas Vacation the movie. I mean, like that's like I've been to the Tivoli to see it, and so that song to me and that movie go together. And I just it's so catchy. Mm-hmm. I just love Melancholy Monkey. and it's Bing Crosby, dude. Come on, you can't lose. All right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll consent to that. It's only you say Merry Christmas to you. I mean, come on, dude. What's not to like? So uh, my next one, this is a throwaway. It really shouldn't be my number two, but I got to put it in there because um, my kids absolutely love it. So maybe this is just Just for them. Temporary, like, placeholder. Throw them about. Feliz Navidad. Oh, I'll give you that one. Come on. (laughs) Now, which version, though? The original? The original. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. That's a great song. I mean, it's it's obviously all over for Christmas, but then also my family is uh, mixed, so. Right. It kind of gives a nod to the Hispanic side. Well, I'm of glad things. you said that because that that relates to one of my um, bad dad jokes later. So, oh God! Okay, yeah, I just want to tuck that away. I got it, bro. Come on. So Feliz Navidad. Yeah, definitely. Okay. okay so number one okay. favorite Christmas. I'm gonna song. let you go first because I want to save mine. Okay. Mine's, mine's fantastic. So All you right. go ahead. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, because I really, really love Holy Holy Night. To be honest with you, if right. I didn't joke around, I could have put Oh Holy Night and then Silent Night. But sure. uh, Silent Night is okay. my number one. I, got I just you. I love it. I love the some of the memories associated 
catered around singing at church, especially sure. candlelight services. Oh, ab- absolutely. And that kind of yeah, sight. And just singing absolutely. that song. And it just kind of puts you in the mood for Christmas and puts you right in the manger scene where you're sure. smelling donkey or something like that. Right, where hay and everywhere, right? It just it evokes – and this is this powerful thing about tradition that I hope our culture doesn't lose, is that um, there's this, this kind of sensation of meaning and emotion – of uh, doing candlelight Christmas services sure. where you almost feel like you you can get a sense of what it must have been oh, like absolutely. to be there that night. I think it's the, the between the dark and then the candle, but also that, that very somber, quiet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's very contemplative. So absolutely. Silent Night has always stuck out to me as okay. just one of these great songs to sure. really help you understand Christmas. Sure. All right. So my number one is the entire Charlie Brown Christmas album. And the reason why I say this, I couldn't I, I could pick one song off it, because you run the gamut. You go from the skating song to, you know, um, the kids singing, and then Linus's little monologue in the Charlie Brown Christmas special, just, like, he does such a good job of incorporating the the Christmas story and, and explaining it to the other kids and just does it in such a simple like, I'm in tears every time I see that thing, you know, and he wraps his little blanket around the bottom of the Christmas tree, and I have a Charlie Brown Christmas tree on my desk at school, but that whole album, to me, just, you know, Vince Guaraldi's a genius when it comes to music anyway, but he incorporates, you know, traditional Christmas carols with, you know, contemporary jazz, and, you know, the, you hear <laughs> Schroeder with Jingle Bells, I mm-hmm. mean, it just, the whole Charlie Brown Christmas album is just my favorite. So how, what, is, what does that look like in terms of, like, if that's your favorite, and that's a very distinct... Oh, it's on repeat for me, bro. Like it, It's like in the car? Oh, yeah, it's on repeat. At home, that's the album I put on the TV with Amazon Music on the TV. No plug in Amazon Music, but, yeah. Way to absolutely destroy my very meaningful list of Christmas songs with your best song being from Charlie Brown. Bro, but it's the whole album. So you've got your meaningful Christmas songs, and you've got, you know, your... Your skating song and Oh Christmas Tree and so you cheated is what you're saying. I did cheat and I manipulated it my way. So right. come on. Okay, so I hope you tucked away that uh, joke that you're going to use for later about got it. Uh, um, got it. Uh, ethnic Christmases apparently. So I sure. cannot wait for you to offend everybody on YouTube. No, no, it's not an ethnic Christmas. It's just a good Christmas joke. Okay. Yeah. All right. So on the, I'll give you my uh, one of mine. There's no okay. certain no order, order here. here. Okay. Um, but uh, but along the lines of Christmas songs. Sure. So um, sure. here's my very first um, dad Christmas joke. All right. So it has me. to do with Christmas music. Come on. What's the Grinch's least favorite band? I don't know. What's the Grinch's least favorite band? The Who. Oh. That's so, so bad. It's good. So, <laughs> no, it's so no, bad. You don't it's have to good. lie. It's not good. No, it's, it's good. Not good. It's great. Because the, um, uh, the Who's down in Whoville, obviously. Sure. But sure. did you know that the Who actually have a Christmas song? No, I, yeah, not till you told me that. I did not know that. Okay. So, so yeah, I told you that before um, yeah. Before we started. So, and Pinball Wizard and a Christmas song at the same time. It's um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, you, you need to watch the music video. Okay. And you... Um, and, and then I would love to hear if you actually think that this is a good or bad song because I came away with this could make the bad list, but it's more weird than it is bad. See, that's the way I feel about the the Paul McCartney song. Okay. It's weird enough to not be bad. Yeah. You know? Well, this one actually musically is like, okay. That's the other thing, too. It's <laughs> okay. like, <laughs> I got you. and it actually has a, 
they, it talks about Jesus, which is rare for the Who. Uh, right, come on. So, um, so it's interesting. But I, I'd be very curious for you to, right, listen, to listen to. It. Okay, listen so to all right, me, so all right, so here we go. What are Christmas sweaters made out of? What are they made out of? Um, what fleece Navidad? Oh. See, I told you I was gonna pull it out. <laughs> come on, there it is. Very good, fleece Navidad. Not the least. No, fleece. fleece not be done. Okay, yeah. so that's you. You're really not going to offend people. No, not you at could all. If you wanted to, yeah, I mean, yeah, be careful. You know. All right, um, I'm going to offend people with this one because oh, the do. ableist community is oh, going to no. be mad at this one. Oh, what no. do you call a snowman with no arms or legs? I don't know. What do you call a snowman with no arms or legs? So a snowman, no arms, no legs. What? A snowball. Oh. All right, I got you, a snowman. One. Okay. Uh, what did the one uh, snowman say to the other one? Mm, don't know. Do you smell carrots? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me on that. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, so I'm going to get it raunchy so that maybe right, I can make you point. laugh on right, this get, one. This get is get another snowman me. one. Okay. Right. Why did the snowman turn yellow? Oh, I don't know. I, 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 I have a guess, but I don't know. What is it? That's that little boy over there. Oh. <laughs> oh. So bad. All right, all right, I got you. All right, Nothing. what is uh, – <laughs> what is uh, – oh, my gosh. Uh, don't eat that one. Uh, what is uh, <laughs> Santa? What kind of motorcycle does Santa Claus drive? I feel like I've heard this one. What kind of motorcycle? What kind? A Holly Davidson. I have heard that one. Okay, good. Um, uh, all right, that's okay because um, transportation with Santa. All right, here we're, we go. we're flowing here together. Sure, uh, sure. What did the ocean say when Santa flew over? I don't know. What did the ocean say when Santa flew over? Do you know this one? No, I don't. All right, nothing. It just waved. Oh, gosh. We're getting just terrible. All right. What did Frosty say? This one the other day, I told this one at school because this was in honor of National Hot Chocolate Day and bad dad Christmas jokes. That's a thing? Yeah, National There's Hot Chocolate Day. day for National Hot Chocolate Day was last Friday. Yeah, come on. So you say. Yeah, well, that's what they said on the radio. I'm just believing what, what James <laughs> Howard said on the radio. So, all right, here we go. So what did Santa, all right, it's, what did Frosty the Snowman say when Santa offered him a cup of hot cocoa? Okay, what? That's okay. It goes right through me. Mm. Mm, right? Come on. <laughs> pee jokes. Yep. Gotta love them. I, I mean, I'm 48, but I still like a good body humor <laughs> joke. Come on. You like a good pee joke every I do. Come on. What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa? I don't know. This one's really bad. What is it? It's probably the worst one on the list. Oh, no. What is it? A rebel without a clause. Oh, gosh. All right. Why did Santa have to go to therapy? Why? He had low elf esteem. Mm. That's better than low testosterone. All right, why did Santa have to go to therapy again? Okay, why? He suffered from claustrophobia. Nope, I just... You're welcome. Yeah, no, I can't. You're um, welcome. I can't even fake laugh on <laughs> that one. Welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. What kind of music do elves listen to? I don't know this one, but I'm going to go ahead and let you say it. What, do you, what, what kind of elves... Rap, rap music, music, yeah, yeah. That was my very first one, actually. The the first November or December first. That's the one I started with. At school. At school, yeah. That was what set it off. We should let everybody know this is how this whole start started. Yeah, it's my fault because every I, I decided to kind of add some levity. This has been a really tough school year for many many reasons, and to add some levity to to the year, I was like, I'm going to tell a bad dad Christmas joke every day. And so that was the one that got it started, was rap music. Yeah, yeah this I, is all your fault. It is my fault. All right, I got you one. All right, all right. what do uh, Santa's little helpers learn in school? I don't know what. The alphabet. <clears throat> that was kind of painful. It is painful. Come on. Um, all right. My next one is the best one, but this one I thought was funny, but I don't think you're going to laugh at it now that I'm reading it again. All right, it's okay. 
So what happened to the man who stole the advent calendar? What happened to the man who stole the advent calendar? He got 25 days. Oh. So I told you. I, don't I told know you. If I can recover from that. One. <laughs> All right, I, I got to consult my list now. I'm, I'm, I have them off the top of my head. No, that wasn't even like, at least a little clever. It was very clever. Okay, All right, I give you that. You don't one. have to lie. Um, no, it's okay. Oh, I know. What did the gingerbread man put on his bed? I know this one too. Okay. All right. But tell me. A cookie sheet. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Come on. Yes, he did. A cookie. You got to. You got to put it on. All right. Come on. Ask my wife. What she wanted for Christmas. Now, keep in mind, this is my favorite okay, come of, on. of the list. Okay, come on. Ask my wife what she wanted for Christmas. All right, what did she want for Christmas? She told me that nothing would make her happier than a diamond necklace, so I got her nothing. Oh. Oh, it's so it's for bad. you, baby. It's, yeah, yeah, please don't <laughs> do that one in reality. All right, what do, you, <laughs> what do you call a snowman with a six-pack? What? An abdominal snowman. Dude, that's really bad. It's really bad. They get worse too. I think yeah. no. I thought that was your worst one thus far. No, I, think I got one more that. that's a worst. I got one more that's a really, really bad one. Okay. Yeah. You know that uh in law wait, 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 okay. Give me give me your bad one, because I've only got one more. All right. What do you call a bankrupt Santa? Got me. Saint Nicholas. Boom boom. Yeah, come on. That was that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I think that's worse than the abominable. Pretty bad. One. Yeah, come on. Okay. Um, do you got another one? I could, I could keep going. I'm not sure you want me to, but okay. I can keep going. All right. All right. What do you call what 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 do you call Santa's little helpers? What subordinate clauses? See, I, I heard that one. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. All right. So here's mine. This is actually one that I created based upon another one. It's not a Christmas joke. But All right. I, please do. I retro modified it. Okay. Modified on. it to become a Christmas joke. So you know that in-law that uh, won't watch their mouth around your kids? Probably yeah. everybody's got one. You yeah. might have one too. Yeah. Um, what did she say at the dinner table on Christmas Eve when um, she was really hungry? I don't know. What did she say at the dinner table when she was really hungry? Ham, y'all, let's eat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You actually told that one out loud. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I'm a, I actually may repeat that one, dude. It's, it's all yours. I may repeat it. I kind of created some of that. Yeah, so I, I may just have I, to do just bad dad jokes in general now. I'm after, proud after, of that one. Yeah. Although I don't fantastic. know, even though you're not saying the actual word, if you can tell that one to kids. So uh, I, I think I could get away with that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can do it. Well, nonetheless, um, thank you Appreciate for it, inspiring this. It's a blast. And one of the reasons that <laughs> that I wanted to do this with you is just one, I love talking to you, but two, um, I've been on this kick lately that uh, that I think we need to be mindful of. And uh, maybe I make the mistake on my show from time to time, but I also think that uh, when we first started talking about this, you were talking about the holidays and making sure that. Um, we actually infuse a little bit of hope, a little bit of laughter, a little yeah, bit of sure. celebration. Sure, yeah. Um, and I think that there is so much. I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm a rational optimist, so I don't believe in lying to ourselves to make ourselves think that things are better than they actually are. Sure. But I also think that we can become so fixated on everything that's wrong that we forget to focus on the things that are really good. I agree. I, you know, I have to remind myself every day at school that every time I have a bad interaction, I always have a good interaction, mm-hmm. and there will always be a conversation I have with a kid or an adult, or and it will remind me like, bro. There is life's not as bad as we think it is, and the future's getting brighter. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, I, mean, I agree. In all fairness, I think the culture may do a little bit of that to us, right? Yeah. Like I was thinking about this the other day when I was driving through the parking lot, and I'm a kind of ornery driver anyway. My wife will well, tell don't you. Get me started. Um, and I was thinking 
about the one car that I saw that was parked like an idiot, like all over on the line, like where did this person learn to park? And then it hit me. I was like, every single other car in this parking lot is parked correctly, right? except for that one. But the only one that I noticed was that one. Right. And we always seem, I think we fixate on that. We we gravitate. Bad stories sell newspapers and get on the headlines. The good stories don't, you know what I mean? But at the same time, what's the story we want to hear? The good story. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to be filled with hope. We want to be filled with joy. You know what I mean? And I think Christmas, to an extent, does that um, yeah. culturally speaking. Yeah. Even though we've done, I think, a very valiant effort of trying to despoil Christmas of much of its religious meaning um, as a culture, there's still something about it that I yeah. think we can't escape. Yeah. That every year as Christmas comes around, it seems to be that there is a little bit more joy. There seems to be a little bit more um, hopefulness. There seems to be a little bit more happiness. Um, and I know that, like, as we started, I know that's not true of everyone, but there is this generalized sense, sure. I think, if we take a moment to look away from the news and look away with what's going on in the culture to think, um, to really think about life, there is this sense in which Christmas kind of slows the world down. We get to reflect on things sure, sure. and we get to remember um, to be hopeful and happy about things. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I told you we, Thanksgiving's our big holiday, but I think for us it starts with that Thanksgiving. Just sit back, enjoy family, and then kind of lead then into the Christmas. And it always has, I get, for me, I get caught up in sometimes the hustle and bustle and put all this pressure on myself with Christmas and making sure everybody gets the right gifts or whatever. But then I have to think back, you know, what is the real, like, why? Why are we celebrating this holiday? What is the real true purpose of it? And, and I always come back to what you're saying of, of joy and, and just love. And I think we need a lot more love right now mm-hmm. in the world. True love. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean that we don't have to be honest or that no. we don't have to be serious about problems and fixing those problems and all those sure. kind of things. But uh, but I also think we need to do it with a, a winsomeness and a levity that yeah. that makes who we are inviting to sure. people. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk to the Grinch. They want to talk to the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. You know, they want to talk to... You know Tim Allen and Santa Claus. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did this last year, or else we do it again. But I just I love that story. I love the story uh, of Scrooge, um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and how um, he turned from a miser into uh, a redeemed man that learned to appreciate what's around him. So I guess all of that said is that I, I wanted to take this time to hopefully bring a smile to people's face, Absolutely. have a little bit of, bit of fun, have <laughs> a have a conversation about um, so, uh, Christmas in a way that would um, bring a little bit of celebration, hopefully, to the people that listen, because I think we, we need to celebrate sure. um, and, and not just always focus on uh, what's not right. Sure. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So right. thank you for doing that with Joy, me. this has been a blast. I'm telling you, I have to say this has been a dream come true. I'm on a podcast now. Yeah. You're a podcaster. I, I am a podcaster now. I listen to podcasts all the time. That's my go-to now, but now I can say I've been on one. Uh, Check it off the list, bro. You're a big deal. Dude, come on now. I'm a celebrity now. Thanks so much for (laughs) being here, brother. Thanks so much. Guys, thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And we wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Our thanks again to our guests for being on the show today. Indie Thinker with Reed Uberman was brought to you by our sponsors. If you like what you heard today, please do us a big favor and give it a five-star review and like it and share it with friends. And if you want to hear more awesome guests, make sure to check out past episodes. IndieThinker is a nonprofit paid for by our sponsors and the generous gifts of people like you. In order to hear more great guests like you did today, please consider giving a tax-deductible gift by going to IndieThinker.org. And just remember, your voice matters, but infinitely more when you think for yourself.